Hello and welcome to 90 Second Narratives. I'm Sky Michael Johnston. Today, our storyteller is Dr. Rhiannon Stevens, an associate professor in the Department of History at Columbia University. Dr. Stevens' story is entitled Motherhood and Adoption in Pre-Colonial Uganda. Motherhood took different forms in the communities that lived on the northwest shores of Lake Victoria and in its littoral from around the 8th century. Early on, when people spoke the ancestral language that we call North Nyanza, they built in a certain flexibility to motherhood. While most women would have become mothers through biological reproduction, North Nyanzans also recognized adoption as a path to motherhood. They used the word fura to talk about adopting a child. The word was one they inherited from an earlier language, and its etymology emphasizes a change in form or context, one that reflected the process of adoption. Later, when people spoke the language Luganda after about the 13th century, Luganda is one of the languages that emerged from North Nyanza, they changed their ideas about motherhood. Women who weren't biological mothers couldn't obtain the status of motherhood through adoption. Fostering continued to be a central part of life for many people, but they did it as paternal aunts, as maternal uncles, and as grandparents, not as mothers. A proverb captured this change. It translates into English as, a child does not rumble in two bellies, meaning that a baby is not born of two wombs. This change happened alongside a change in forms of inheritance. Baganda men, Baganda people who speak Luganda, could marry multiple wives, and the son of any of a man's wives could be chosen to be his heir. This was the case if he was the king, a chief, or a commoner, although there were some exceptions for the king. This change had complicated consequences for the wives of chiefs and of wealthy men. It meant that a wife of low status, even an enslaved woman, had a chance to be the mother of the heir, and to benefit from that status after her husband's death. But it also meant that successful biological reproduction determined a widow's status. Women who didn't succeed in pregnancy and childbirth, or whose children died young, faced uncertain futures as widows. Many proverbs reflect the new social disdain towards infertile women. One translates into English as, The generosity of a barren woman only comes when the food is nearly finished. learn more about this story, please see Dr. Stevens' book, A History of African Motherhood, The Case of Uganda 700 to 1900. It was published by Cambridge University Press in 2013. For more content from 90 Second Narratives, follow us on Twitter at 90 Narratives, and come back every week for new little stories with big historical significance.